there and welcome to Healing Her Story. I'm very happy to be spending this time with you and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode. Over the last few weeks and possibly even months, I've taken a bit of a step back from the trauma work that I do with others. I've stepped back from my social media pages and I've spent time concentrating on this podcast. In retrospect, this has been extremely draining for me. Speaking the unspeakable is always difficult, and many of the things I've spoken about in the podcast, I don't think I've ever spoken about in public. I had to take a short break over the last couple of weeks, which leads me to this week's topic, trauma and identity. Growing into who we are and developing our sense of identity is a journey that takes us from birth all the way through our lives until we take our last breath. I believe that the purpose of life is getting to know who we truly are, intimately and deeply. When we've experienced trauma along our life's journey, it affects us on an identity level. And if we've experienced trauma in early childhood, it has a profound effect on our identity and our journey towards self. I would love to be able to tell you that I have it all figured out and that I can point you to a checklist so that you can come out the other side knowing exactly who you are and what you want and how to deal with life. But there is no quick fix for life and certainly there's no quick fix for trauma. I've personally found many tools along the way that have helped me. They've taken me a lifetime to accumulate and assimilate and experiment with. And the journey's not always been easy. It has, however, been extremely worthwhile. And this is what forms the basis of my trauma work with others. It's important to understand that the tools that we use in our lives and through our lives will be different at the different stages during our healing process. We likely used unhealthy tools in order to survive when we were children and young women. But as we begin an active path toward healing, we experiment more with healthy approaches. Some of these work and some of them don't. Some of them work for some people and not for others. Some of them will work for a while and then not work again. What worked at the beginning of our healing process may not work later on. Something else that I've discovered is that there are times in life when new tools are required. Growing into who we are takes a lifetime, as I've mentioned, even without the trauma foundation. So when we have begun with a difficult foundation, it is important to understand that this is a journey to self and it is a journey for everyone and that the destination is not final, not until we take our final breath. We will need new coping tools at different times and at different stages of our lives and we will discover new things about ourselves at these different stages. When we experience key moments in our lives, a birth, a death, love, career changes, illness, and of course, menopause, we may also find ourselves experiencing further traumas. 
and these will require healing too. All of these different stages, different traumas can throw us off kilter, can derail our healing. And yes, we can experience a resurgence of the trauma responses that we thought we had overcome. Trauma can deeply affect the way that we view ourselves in relation to the world. Everyone talks about the effects of trauma in childhood and through life, but what they don't talk about much is that it fractures you on an identity level. There is so much emphasis on survivorship and healing that little is voiced in terms of that fracture. Identity formation is an important part of normal development and it takes place across our lifespan from birth to death, through childhood and adolescence, into adulthood and into old age. When I speak about identity, what I'm talking about is our sense of self, of feeling enough, the integrations of emotion and intellect, the awareness of our own emotional state as we feel it in our hearts, in our minds and in our bodies how secure we feel in ourselves and within the world, how we experience ourselves. Identities disrupted by developmental trauma because basic survival takes precedence over and uses the resources ordinarily allocated for normal development of the self. Childhood trauma changes the trajectory of the brain's development because an environment characterized by fear and neglect, for example, causes different adaptations of our brain's circuitry than one of safety, security and love. The earlier the distress, on average, the more profound the effect. This is contrasted by distinct before and after with traumatic events that occur in adulthood. Who you were before the traumatic event, whatever that may be, the loss of a loved one, an incident, an accident, a medical diagnosis, an attack, an abusive relationship, and who you are now in the aftermath. With childhood trauma, it's more complex. It's layered. Your development of identity is intertwined with the trauma. Trauma becomes the foundation upon which you develop your identity. And so the question of who am I really is one that takes time to answer. It takes work. But most of all, it takes the willingness to do that work. What that work entails will differ from person to person and depend on the modality that works for each individual. Again, it's not a quick fix. It's an ongoing journey. And I think that's something that isn't made clear at the very beginning when we begin this healing journey. Nobody sits us down and says to you, you know, this is something that's going to be ongoing throughout the rest of your life. There are a lot of people out there who make promises that they will heal you and you will find a transformation and 
be who you really are and all the hype that goes around that. And while I'm not disputing that transformation takes place and that we do become more of who we really are, what I am disputing is that you come to a point in your life where you can say, it's done. My work on finding myself is over. We can get to a point where we are confident in who we are, what we believe in, but that journey towards self is an ongoing journey. And that process that we follow involves observing, feeling, accepting, and integrating. We need to learn to trust ourselves and trust the other, whomever we choose to work with. But at the end of the day, it is up to us. And a part of that process is also grieving. Grieving isn't only the terrain of death. We grieve the childhood we wish we could have had. Uh, We grieve the relationships we wish we could have had. We grieve the people we thought we would be, the people that we thought we wanted to be. What we do need to do is reclaim ourselves. And it's not about finding ourselves again. It's about excavating, exploring, and discovering who we are at each stage of our lives and our journeys. I'm really excited to be starting a project that I call the Self-Discovery Lab. It'll be a place where we can journey together on this path of self-discovery. And I look forward to sharing more with you in the weeks to come. I had initially set out on this first um, iteration of the podcast, uh, this first season of the podcast, I had committed to doing 10. So next week, I will be talking about a very difficult topic and something that isn't spoken about very much still, and that is um, suicidal ideation and really suicide. So if you would like to tune in, you can tune in then. Um, I will be recording that next week. And as for this week's podcast, I do hope that you've enjoyed it. I hope that it has resonated with you. If it has, as always, feel free to leave a comment um, and I'd love to hear from you. I've called this podcast Healing Her Story, a play on the word history, because we need to heal from our past. We need to heal from the collective past of all women. We need to stand together and lift one another up. We need to learn that while we may be shaped by our experiences, we needn't be defined by them. We're in the middle of our lives and we hold the pen. I do hope you'll join me as I navigate my way forward. I don't have all the answers. I don't think anyone does. But I do know that if we work on healing ourselves and we raise our voices, we can heal the world. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you would rate and review it. Thanks for listening.